Hello and welcome, dear listeners. Today we're bringing you a very controversial and heated topic straight from Poland. Last week, Poland effectively banned all abortion, almost all abortion, uh, using the Constitutional Tribunal, what the ruling party was unable to do in the parliament, they did through the judiciary, which they completely control. So today we discuss this topic, we discuss the civil unrest that followed, and we think about what it might mean for the future of the Polish government and the Polish society. Today Hello. we have a special episode, and we would like to discuss, I guess, Poland. Yeah. Uh, in Poland. Unfortunately. And, yes, and I guess uh, in general European terms, just events, some mass unrest in Eastern Europe is always interesting, and you know, can always change situation rapidly it in can. entire Europe. So I guess just I give you just a word. Just can you tell me, I guess, a few words about situation, what's going on. And what's, what's, what are the roots of this uh, unrest and protest in Poland? So, for those of you who ha haven't heard yet, um, this week the uh, Polish Constitutional Tribunal ruled that uh, the abortion law that has been in force for the last 20 years is suddenly unconstitutional. You know, after 20 years mm -hmm. this, that this law has been approved and was in force, the Constitutional mm -hmm. Tribunal decided, hey, you know, it's actually... Uh, not uh, not constitutional. So mm -hmm. what they claim is that in the constitution there is one article saying that uh, the Republic of Poland mm -hmm. provides legal protection of life, and that's it. Mm -hmm. So after the, after this uh, ruling, effectively all abortion in Poland got banned. So, but well, not every kind of abortion, because mm -hmm. still, if there is a uh, pregnancy as a result of rape. You can remove it if the pregnancy threatens the woman's life. You can remove it, but when you look at statistics, like last year, there were around one thousand one hundred legal abortions performed in Poland, and over mm. one thousand of those were abortions because of uh, some damage to the fetus. So right now, even if your child is super sick and will die one hour after birth, you still need to carry this pregnancy, even if this mm. child will have a Down syndrome you will have to carry her this pregnancy to the end. Uh, yeah. So it's just a cruel law. So people took it to the streets last night in Warsaw. There were huge protests, uh, not only in Warsaw, mm -hmm. basically in every major city in, in Poland. A uh, couple of tens of thousands of people took it to the streets. And mm -hmm. uh, there are uh, plans to go on a general strike. People are not going to work. Uh, people are going to be blocking streets in Warsaw with their cars, so it's really a lot of unrest. Okay, so let me let me ask you then: uh, Do you do you think this unrest, you know, kind of sparked by this uh, um, abortion issue, can lead to some other unrest in terms of like more like political protest and stuff like that? Um, yes, definitely, because uh, right now we can see a consolidation of various uh, groups that are uh, discontent with the government. So, um, last uh, last night, it was mostly the uh, mm. pro-choice uh, women's organizations that were protesting, but they were joined by taxi drivers who were mm. supposed to protest on a very similar day. So, uh, they were joined and they protested together against the government. 
what is more, tomorrow, I believe, farmers mm-hmm. were supposed to have their own uh, protest in Warsaw because they okay. believe that the government isn't doing enough for the farmers. So we see this alliance between farmers, taxi drivers, and uh, women rights activists. Um, and there are many more social groups that are pissed mm-hmm. at what the government is doing. So I think that at a certain point, this will consolidate into a one anti-government um, movement. Like, that's my hope yeah i mean that sounds that sounds pretty interesting and it's, it's totally i guess it's totally plausible because i don't know it's it's, it's how like every unrest starts i guess and not only eastern europe but in this new particularly there's just an issue people protest and then yeah it can just lead to some way more mass um, massive civil unrest. Yeah, uh, let me just add that um, the current government has chosen the perfect timing mm-hmm. for banning abortion because they were trying to do it before. They had yeah. a law in the parliament banning abortion, but they rejected it after there were, there were huge protests in basically every part of Poland. And they just, you know, yeah. they decided to reject it because it was too controversial. But now they passed it. And why is it smart? Because, first of all, Mm-hmm. Uh, they did it through a court, so they can say, hey, this wasn't mm-hmm. us, you know, this was a independent court that ruled so. Second of all, it's mm-hmm. in the middle of a coronavirus, you know, spike, yeah. and uh, the number of cases is just enormous. So now, when people take it to the streets, they will be like, hey, you see, all of those numbers are because you are not following the law, you know, against big gatherings, yeah, yeah. and the virus is it's... spreading. It was just, you know, a thousand IQ movement. Yeah, it's yeah, it's actually interesting. I wanted to ask you about this uh, COVID situation because mm-hmm. it looks like it's soaring yeah across Europe and situations kind of back to you know I would say like back to like April you know people have to wear masks in the streets like no gatherings and stuff like this. So do you see can like do you, can it, like, this affect uh, the protests or kind of stop people from going to the streets or I mean whatever maybe. They will use some force to say, well, sit at home because the situation is um, horrible, whatever. No, I guess people are too pissed to stay at home. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all of the people, it's usually the left, you know, who are pro-choice. And they're, the left is also the ones who will be telling you stay at home and, you know, wear masks, etc. I think they realize mm-hmm. that it's more important right now. Uh, they basically are too pissed. Because, you know, okay. the law is now interfering with your own body, which is, um, you know, they overstepped. Yeah, which is, yeah, especially in EU terms, you know, kind of human rights and stuff like this. It's kind of a big golden, it's just a standard of EU. And if you don't kind of comply with those rules, you know, yeah. you know, it's supposed to be at the part of EU, it's like the whole institutional framework about this. And, you know, you, yeah, can, you can see that people are pissed. Uh, when you look at their uh, main slogans and what they're chanting, the main uh, slogan of this uh, protest is fuck off, mm-hmm. literally, it's fuck off. Uh, yeah. That's what mm-hmm. they have on their, you know, uh, transparency and what they're chanting all the time. They're spraying this, you know, over police mm-hmm. cars and uh, offices of uh, the ruling yeah. party uh, members. People are pissed. Yeah, I guess it's, it's a really good slogan because, I mean, they don't, they totally kind of... There is like this authoritarian um, leaning in Poland, and the way I guess they try to rule the country still. Like, I, I don't know, I guess it's better for you to say, but it's still kind of authoritarian. It is definitely. Um, 
Yeah, in terms of like the control of media, control of political institutions. And yeah, exactly. Uh, how you how you said it's uh, they control everything right now, and they also mm -hmm. con control the uh, tribunal, uh, the constitutional tribunal. So you know, mm -hmm. uh, the members of the tribunal are elected by the parliament, and uh, mm -hmm. six years ago, uh, the previous ruling party they chose five members, uh, okay. just before their term ended, uh, and when the new party came in. They just completely disregarded the fact that new members were elected, you know, just a couple of weeks before, okay. and they elected the, their own, which is completely against the law. But still, who mm -hmm. is who is there to stop them? Okay, then I guess I, uh, I really want to ask whether this uh, this law and the whole this constitutional, uh, just local constitutional law situation, whether it's somehow correlated with uh, this law that uh, EU is like pissed about, or. Um, you know, I, I'm not really. I, I can. I, I'm not so like deep in deep inside the um, Polish politics, but mm -hmm. the EU was really pissed about some um, like law in Poland. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Like uh, concerning concerning courts or something like this. This was something oh. different because um, they didn't change mm -hmm. any law regarding the uh, constitutional tribunal. This court is only. Mm -hmm. uh, so there are like two supreme courts in Poland. One is this the okay. constitutional tribunal, and one is the supreme court. And the constitutional mm -hmm. tribunal is the one that uh, just does judicial review, so checks if the laws passed okay. by the parliament uh, are compliant with the constitution, and the supreme mm -hmm. court does everything else. So the the law that you're uh, referring to was a law mm -hmm. that would reform the supreme court because the uh, chief justice oh. was super against the current ruling party, mm -hmm. and they had no way to remove her from office. So what they did is they passed a law saying that uh, judges who are over 65 years old need to retire immediately. Mm. And she was, of course, older than 65, so that's how they wanted to uh, dispose of her. That's what, okay. That was okay. what the EU was pissed about. Yeah, then I guess just another question in terms of um, just trying to predict like how events going to evolve. Like, do you see some sort of um, backlash from police, you know, from government, like in Belarus or something like this, where... Oh, it's it's not really possible in Poland. It's it's not doesn't have this uh, I don't know authoritarian culture of uh, crashing down protests with the violence and stuff like this. So um, do you see the situation can really um, like turn into a real violence, so to speak? So yeah, I wouldn't say that Poland doesn't have a history of mm, violent cracking mm -hmm. down on protests because during communist times, um, yeah. the police forces would often use violence against the protesters. But mm -hmm. if they overstepped, this was always this always ended bad for the government. For example, in the in 1970, when the military opened fire on mm -hmm. pro on protesters and killed some people, the government had, was forced to resign during communist times, mm -hmm. you know, which was probably you know unthinkable. They, there was a change yeah. of power, you know, there were, were different... Of course, there were still communist party members, but the ones who gave the orders to shoot were just okay. lost so much support that they had to resign. Um, but, yeah, I, I think it all comes down to, um, to mm -hmm. how many people take it to the streets, because on Friday, just after the decision was mm -hmm. announced, there were some, you know, some spontaneous protests on the streets, and the police used force against them. They used gas, tear gas against them, okay. uh, and they arrested some people. But yesterday, when there were tens of thousands of people on the streets, because it was more mm -hmm. organized, uh, the police didn't dare do anything. They were just hugely outnumbered. And um, 
I guess you don't want to go against such a huge crowd, which was which was pretty pissed, and I, I'm I'm pretty certain that if there was violence, people would resist mm. and also use violence. So um, I don't know. I, I hope that nothing like this happens. I hope that the police, uh, well, the police are also people, um, mm-hmm. and there were I've seen a lot of recordings that the police who were securing the last protests were actually women. So I can imagine that they would like to. Uh, you know, use force against people who are protesting for their rights, um, yeah. because it's it's important to be to be noted that women are a minority of the people who support mm-hmm. banning abortion. Paul, it's mostly white middle aged men who are for banning abortion. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's my take on the issue. Yeah, it's it's pretty I guess revealing because uh, if Poland kind of doesn't have this like in modern history this uh, I don't know in, mo- in examples of very like, civil unrest turning into violence then it makes sense I guess then then it can be uh, so do you see I guess the last question from do you see is uh, the situation can can turn out very positive for Poland in terms of uh, some democratic change or peaceful influence on government or something like this so the problem is that uh the next election is scheduled for three years so in, okay. in the three in three years there'll be a next election so during this time there the only hope for a change is that the government dissolves by itself uh we have had mm-hmm. very much tension within the government lately some fractions within the ruling party uh apparently hate each other and you know the only thing that keeps them mm-hmm. together is because without each other they can't rule so the only thing i can imagine is people get super pissed and the government loses public support the coronavirus uh, pandemic goes you know overboard which mm-hmm. is already happening you know it's poland is a pretty small, yeah. small country and we're having like you know fifteen thousand cases per per day um mm. the hospitals are not prepared uh, there isn't enough respirators for people, so I guess mm-hmm. this will have an impact on public support for the government. So my only hope is that uh, the government dissolves by itself at a certain point and there is uh, early election. But other than that, I don't really believe in any forceful removal of the government. It's not possible. Um, mm-hmm. At least I, I think so, because... No, it's just not possible. People are not this okay. ballsy. Um, okay. But at the same time, so, you know... Uh... Unpredictable in in the case of even Ukraine, you know, back in 2014. Yeah, I mean, they had some history of um, peaceful revolutions, but then it turned out kind of very, it turned out um, with a lot of violence and uh, this massive protest, and you know, and then it turned into geopolitics. So, (laughs) yeah, it's, I mean, that's, that's, I guess, uh, the part of. Eastern Eastern Europe is a very fragile region. Yeah, this this culture of Eastern Europe is amazing. But you know, maybe maybe it mm-hmm. can escalate into like more violent actions because uh, yesterday when I was watching the transmission for the protest, mm-hmm. the organizer of the like women's strike organization, she said that you know usually when you make a protest or some manifestation, you need to report it to the city authorities and the police, mm-hmm. and you know you need to get permission for such a gathering. And uh, they said right now, no, fuck this. We're not going to report any mm-hmm. meetings. Like you know, the government ha- you know just screws the law. We will screw the law as well. You know, we will gather illegally. So yeah. fuck you. But also, I guess situation with COVID. If you if you look at this from other perspective, uh, it can bring you know people, hopeless people, on the street, and they have nothing to lose. So they can just basically escalate and 
because you know that is true yes something like this and just situation i guess uh mental health in general in populations in on a very low uh, on a very low level and it is that's true it can it can always think they need a couple of like groups of people who really want to escalate situation and then it's always kind of reciprocal this violence um, yeah. yeah i guess uh, let's hope for the for the best as a closing point i just want to say that i mm -hmm. send my warm greetings to all the people fighting for their rights in poland go you and yeah screw people who make decisions for women without even yeah. consulting anyone and screw authoritarianism and um yeah it's 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 always good you know to support human rights uh, issues definitely um, because and also because it's eu framework and you couldn't have you know different standards in inside the eu including yeah abortion is pretty big issue actually yeah I, currently poland is the only country in the eu with such restrictive abortion laws so this speaks for itself yeah. Okay, then I guess we can close. Yeah, let's wrap and it thanks up. For, thanks for listening to us. Or rate us on whatever platform you are listening to. And let's hope you. for the best. See ya. Yeah, see ya.